Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Welcome back to day number two of how to unleash your child's eight superpowers and propel learning through the arts. My name is Yang Pratt, author of Raising a Superhero, and I'm so glad to have you back for day number two of your eight-day e-course. Today, we're going to talk all about superpower number two, which is bodily kinesthetic. Before we get there, though, just a reminder that each of us has eight distinct superpowers we all possess, and we all have strengths that vary across them. Schools primarily teach and test to only two of these, so it's our job as parents to make sure that our kids' superpowers are celebrated, encouraged, and really brought to the surface at school and at home. All right, let's dive right into our bodily kinesthetic superpowers. Now, these two pictures really depict what a bodily kinesthetic learner likes to do. So these kiddos are really the movers and the shakers of the world. They need to move their bodies in order for learning to happen more effectively and efficiently for them. In a class, though, this can become problematic because they may be fidgeting, they may need to move their bodies a little more than teachers may want them to. You may be told they need to be medicated or that they're just always moving and disruptive in class, and they certainly don't mean to be. They really just need to be able to move their bodies in order to learn more effectively. They like to touch things. They like to manipulate things with their hands and their bodies to really get an understanding of how things work. And they're very hands-on. If you have a kid who likes to build things, who likes to move, who's great at sports, you may very well have a bodily kinesthetic superhero in your house. A couple of examples of famous bodily kinesthetic learners are the basketball great Michael Jordan and the martial artist Bruce Lee. A couple of potential careers for these bodily kinesthetic superheroes. They could go on to be sports stars, dancers, chefs, surgeons, as well as decorators. So tons of career choices are available to these superheroes. Let's talk about bodily kinesthetic superpowers and the arts. A couple of ideas for activities you could choose for your bodily kinesthetic superhero are dance classes. These are great because they'll keep your, your kid moving and learning at the same time. Music lessons are also great. 
things like drum lessons where a little more body is involved, an instrument that they need to stand up to play, such as a saxophone or a tuba may also be beneficial because they're able to move their entire body while they're learning and make those valuable connections in their brains. And of course, we talked about Bruce Lee earlier, so martial arts would be a great way to get your kid involved in moving their body and helping their brains to learn a little better. If you do happen to find great classes in your area, I would love your feedback and to be able to add these sites to our website on the resources page. You can email me directly, young, Y-O-N-G, at raisingasuperherobook.com, and I'll make sure to check out all of your recommendations. A couple of tools you can learn if you have a bodily kinesthetic superhero in your house are to get them physically moving. Whether it's a, an arts class or even a sports class, make sure that the learning is continuous. There are lots of activities such as sports in my town, but they run about six weeks, which is difficult for parents because then we're having to search continually for classes that can really help our children to use their energy in an effective way. So I would certainly recommend locating a performing arts school in your area, one that matches your own philosophy of learning. My personal philosophy of learning is that a school should really cater to the individual needs of the student and recognize those special superpowers your kiddo has and help them to learn most effectively in that manner. You want to make sure that you use hands-on experiences with your kids. So letting them build things, letting them manipulate things, even doing simple things like building a diorama or a poster for a class in lieu of a traditional writing assignment may be really great tools and tips to be able to pass along to your child's teacher. Role-playing is great, meaning you could pretend to be actors or create stories together and act them out so again your child's body is physically moving to make learning much more memorable for them. And you may recall from the book that I told you Tara's story. Now Tara is a friend of mine who brings her daughter to my performing arts school in Elko and she came to me about a year ago and with a situation where her daughter was really struggling in her kindergarten class and there was talk about having to hold her daughter back in kindergarten. So I gave her a couple of suggestions to do at home. Many of the activities we just talked about on the last slide about letting your kid move while they're learning. And here is what Tara came back and told me about her experience. School and homework are different now because I realize she isn't the type of person that can hold still when doing homework, reading, practicing spelling words, etc. I used to make her hold still and she wasn't able to concentrate. I now let her do cartwheels, spin in circles, or even standing up helps. If you're in a similar situation, please just let go of the control parts and know that it's okay for your kid if she has to move around in order to learn. It doesn't make them weird or dumb or slow or behind. This is just their personality, their uniqueness. Let them embrace it. 
That way, they don't grow up feeling ashamed of or be embarrassed by it. They will own it and have the confidence. And really, truly, my friends, this is why I wrote this book. There are so many kids who are made to feel not smart enough or good enough in schools because really the focus is on two of the eight superpowers. I want to make sure that no kid ever feels like they're not worthy. We're all unique in our own ways, and your child was put on this planet to do something great and valuable that only he or she can provide. So being able to tap into her superpowers and help him discover what they are, to learn in a way that makes sense for him. As we reach the end of our time together, I wanted to do a quick recap about bodily kinesthetic superpowers. For these learners, moving equals learning. Sitting still is a recipe for disaster for these superheroes. They absolutely need to get their bodies moving while they're learning. Whether that means you send them an exercise ball to use in lieu of their stationary classroom seat, or they're allowed to stand up while in the classroom, anything that allows them to move their bodies as they're assimilating and learning new information will go so far in helping them to not only understand that you as a parent value their special ways of learning, but you really are helping him or her be more of themselves in the classroom and have having their teacher understand those super those superpowers and to really celebrate those will go such a long way. And again, these guys are so hands-on. So anything they can do where they're actually getting to be able to manipulate, whether it's at home or in the classroom, you know, blocks or building things or creating things like posters or dioramas, anything where they can move their body, get totally wrapped up in the learning, that will really help them to understand and embrace their own superpowers. Stay tuned for lesson number three, all about musical superpowers. I will catch you soon, my friend. Until then, make it a great day full of discoveries. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. To really accelerate your ability to unleash your child's superpowers and raise smarter kids through the arts, we're creating loads of new resources, ways to connect, and ways to celebrate your successes. You can join our free Facebook community by visiting theartsmartparent.com or just search up Raising Smart Kids 2.0 on Facebook. I look forward to seeing you inside our community.